Oliver Dixon on SAFM. The Talking Point on SAFM. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Seven and a half minutes after 11 a.m., you are listening to The Talking Point here on SAFM. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for being in our company this morning. It really is a privilege and an honor being in your company. Now, the mining and kicked off this morning. Uh, in fact, Kweda uh, Matashi, the Minister of Mineral Resources, had uh, Mineral and Energy Resources had just opened up the mining and He's now doing a press conference on the screen in front of me in Cape Town. Um, yeah, it's an important Indaba. But what I hate about the mining endeavor is that it's actually a, a company that's based in the UK. If you go look at the board and the organizers of the mining endeavor, they're all UK-based Europeans. But that notwithstanding, it is an important forum where various stakeholders come together to discuss the mining industry. The security crisis in the mining industry is certainly something that they will continue to discuss. Um and by security crisis, there is always the threat. They always speak of it as the threat of illegal mining, right? And in South Africa, I think we often conflate illegal mining with artisanal mining, and we don't always tell the difference and delineate them quite neatly. What is the other? Uh, what is illegal mining and what is the other? Artisanal mining or small-scale mining, uh, some people may call it. And how should it be regulated? But more importantly, what is the... Uh, you know, security threat that illegal mining uh, pr- pr- presents. Illegal mining is a sophisticated international network uh, that doesn't just revolve around the mineral that's being mined, but it's also a conducive market for uh, arms and other illicit trade. Um, you know, I, I watched a short documentary on the weekend by Vice around a big bust that took place underground in one particular mine. Um, and, and the amount of illegal automatic rifles that that the police were able to extract out of there was just extraordinary um these 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 people are certainly a threat uh you know a safety threat to the community and to to the police but higher up the chain what you start seeing is that uh, police cooperate with the zamazama bosses higher up the chain right uh, by taking bribes from that. And some of these bribes are ridiculously low. A bribe of 15,000 rand a month, for instance, uh, to a single cop to turn a blind eye. And these cops uh, continuously extort money out of One guy said, if they come to my house, I'll just give, if five cops come to my house, I'll just give them 100,000 rand. They'll walk away and they'll shut up. That That really is the functioning of the industry. But does artisanal mining function in the same way? That's an important question. But more than that, what are communities to do around the threat of illegal mining? Because communities are what's left vulnerable. Uh, you can be a part of this conversation. Give us a call, 86 On the weekend, I read a story about a, a, a 38-year-old man that was arrested in, in the Sekukune area uh, with chrome with up to 500,000 rand in value that he was found with. Um, and and, and Sekukuna is a, is a community that has been vulnerable to illegal mining for a very, very long time. If you experience something similar where you're from, give us a call, share your experience with us. 86 My guest for this conversation is Taya Stefan Longwa, who is a coordinator of the artisanal miners of the, Lim- of the Limpopo province in the Sekukuna region, as well as Makalak Ajepasha, who is the chairperson of the Sekukuna Residence Forum. Um, I want to start with you, Magalagaje, and, and 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 thank you so much for joining us. Um, in fact, oh, now we've just lost uh, uh, 
Makalagaje. But uh, Taya Stefan Flong was with us. Taya, I want to start with you and ask you this question. What is the material distinction between illegal miners, Zamazamas on the one hand, and artisanal miners on the other? Uh, the the artisanal miners we are we are people who who trying to 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 to, to call the government on board to say hey we are people who have hands we are people who are hungry but we want just to put the food on the table so by doing that we are just mining the minerals with our own hands. So, in other way, the so-called maybe illegal miners or the Zama, the Zama Zamas, mostly some of them are using machinery and other equipment to to do the illegal mining. But that's the different currently as the law that stipulates in our country. But so right, if you mine with your own hands, it's not illegal according to the law. It will be illegal only when you just transport the raw mineral to the other places where you are going to get money. So it's legal to go underground, are you saying, without a license or a permit to do so? No, it's illegal. It's illegal that way. You can't go to the underground without a permission. Artisanal miners, do they have mining permits? Artisanal miners are requesting a mining permit, but uh, also there is no uh, current regulation because the regulation is talking about uh, the small-scale mining, large-scale mm. mining, and so forth. So, but currently, government is busy. We are busy with the with drafting the law, which will regulate the effect. Mm-hmm. And and and. To that effect, artisanal miners don't participate in crime. Am I understanding you correct? Yes, we don't. Uh, no, we don't. We don't. We are not related to crime things. We are just only mining to put food on the table because we are hungry. Yeah. So who? So who do they? The raw, so at the moment, who do you sell the raw material to? Uh, there is a depot around, like in the steel port, where we deliver. So. They transport it to other countries where they buy with foreign currency. Okay, where's the depot? Who owns the depot? Uh, the big industry like the Samanko and so forth. So these are legitimate companies that own these depots and you sell to them? Yes. Uh, where do artisanal miners mine? Typically, I would imagine in mines that have been closed down. Now actually we are we are mining just on top of the surface here as a chrome. But we as 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 the structure, it's an national structure. We are we are affiliated, affiliated under NAM, National Association of Artisanal Miners. So we have the branch all over in this country, Kauteng, Northern Cape where there's diamonds, Bumalanga is a cool sector, here is a platinum sector mm-hmm. so forth. Yes. So artisanal mining is mainly mainly surface mining. Yeah, it's only for the surface mine. Yes. At the moment, why why are artisanal miners struggling to get permits and licenses from the Department of Mineral Resources? If you can do the research properly, most of the the farms uh, have their mining rights, which will expire maybe after to fifty or thirty years, thirty to fifty years. 
is the lifespan of the mining rights. And where does the mining rights? It's difficult for you to apply for a mining permit. Mm. So the person who applied the mining rights, he have a, an authority where my demarcate say, yeah, I'll put the plant where I'll put my offices, where I'm going to do the mining activity and so forth. Mm. Give us a call, 086-000-2032. Magalakaje Pasha, the chairperson of the Sekukune Residence Forum, is with us. Magalakaje, uh, I read that article over the weekend about a man who was arrested in Sekukune with 500,000 rand worth of chrome. Um, do you consider all unlicensed miners, Zamazamas and artisanal miners alike, as, as, as a threat to the community? Good morning, uh, and good morning to your listeners as well. Um, listen, the, the problem, illegal mining is illegal mining. You know, illegal mining is regulated in terms of the law, mining petroleum act, uh, it regulates uh, mining, uh, mining activity. So anything else that is outside of that framework, um, of, that, of that act, is illegal. And therefore, by its nature, poses a threat to our communities because you know uh, you, you 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 understand that the mining by its nature there are certain processes that need to be undertaken first before a, a person are allowed to basically to mine. And but there are also obligations that are placed on uh, on mining companies uh, once the the license has been uh, uh, given to such individual in terms of broad based um, uh, empowerment. Uh, particularly of communities, uh, things like social plans and many things of that sort. Uh, so anything else that is outside of that, if people are not regulated, whether they are artisan or whatever, uh, by their nature, they are illegal. And therefore, um, uh, the danger, although they may not necessarily be equal, and they, um, uh, but they pose a, a serious danger to the communities because in terms of either uh, environment, uh, and, and some of the issues that you were raising earlier on. But you know, not only consider everybody um, Zamazamas. I think I also need to explain broadly the, the difference between the legal mining that we are experiencing here in Rasukukuni, particularly in R37, and some areas in the region. Um, that our, our legal mining is not your normal legal mining uh, in, a, in a sense where there's an abandoned mine where mm. you've got the Amazamas going in. In our case here, you've got people find a farm or a village, you know, that is endowed with these minerals. They bring in uh, um, uh, excavators and all that. They dig around people's houses, villages, and all that. That's how different it is. Mm. Uh, the Amazons in this instance, as my, my understanding of them is that they find abandoned uh, used mines, and then they start to mine them. But um, uh, in, in those areas, in our area here, uh, these are highly sophisticated, well-coordinated uh, illegal mining activity. You will not pull something that big without resources, without backup. Without so these, so these are companies that look like legitimate companies that have the trucks and the excavators and all the earth-moving material that are able to mine, but they do it in unauthorized places without permits. Exactly. Exactly. So th- th- that's what is happening in our area. If in fact if you would have taken time and just watch a a a, a show with um, a, 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 we did a, a show with a, a, um, Newsroom Africa, uh, 
you would see the cra- the craters that this mine have mine around people's village. I mean, the, there's huge holes that they've dug up around people's villages and houses. And 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 and, and the danger to that is that they've taken over. In fact, they've taken over even your your uh, v- um, children's sports field. Mm. Taken uh, schools are not. Uh, uh, villagers have been threatening gunpoint at times. When these guys are there, I yeah. mean, I'm saying that in Skukumi, in our area, R37 in particular, you've got a well-coordinated uh, uh, operation uh, that's run by well-resourced individuals. Um, so it's not like you have as who just meet in an abandoned mine. Um, so, uh, in fact, I, I wish uh, newspapers, uh, like the news in general, would be. Uh, more keen to come and see exactly what we are talking about. That means this is where. Mm. Give us a call, 086-000-2032. I'm also taking your WhatsApp voice note on 614 Let's have a listen at this WhatsApp voice note. Oliver, to your guest there from Sikukune, but let me also add those who are in Palabora and all other mining communities all over South Africa and request them to say they should start negotiating with the miners, with the mining companies, persuade them to stop taking minerals out of their areas of uh, jurisdiction. Instead, they must pursue the mining companies to, 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 to take the minerals and process them and also create manufacturing factories in their areas because in so doing, they'll be creating more job opportunities for their communities because as things stand now, they are only benefiting in terms of uh, uh, employment of the miners, and that is not enough. That's not good enough for the for the communities. Yeah, keep those coming in zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Taking your calls on zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. Let's take a quick break. On the other side of this, we continue the conversation. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. 22 minutes after 11 o'clock, we're discussing illegal mining. Uh, Longo, I want to give you an opportunity to respond to some of uh, you know the statements made by uh, Makalakaje about the threat that artisanal miners and illegal miners pose alike, where they excavate uh, around people's houses, children's parks, and places that that thre- uh, that pose a environmental threat. Uh, and not necessarily like Zamazamas who go into abandoned shafts and mines and, and, and try to mine from there. Uh, how then do you process uh, that sort of threat that uh, artisanal miners and, and small-scale or even unlicensed miners, mining companies pose to communities? Yeah, so for my brother, he's talking about the threat, the stress, but he doesn't explain the stress of a hunger. And he doesn't explain the the, the 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 stress of the poverty he, he, he want to be the champion of the, the the environmental rights and so forth so we understand all the the the, the bill of rights we understand all the constitution what is saying about section 24 of the environment but it's not only about the small scale mining or the zamazamas or the artisanal miners it's also about the big companies which are drilling and are polluting the atmosphere and are also making the cuts of the house. They are also damaging the the boreholes and so forth. But here we are sitting on top of the mineral which can, the mineral 
can put the food on the table for each and every household mm. in this province, even for the entire country. The problem is how do we implement the law which will sure. work for the community? Like they are saying, the mineral belong to the people of this country. So the person who's regulating that thing, he might make sure that he doesn't speak from the past laws which was being implemented under the apartheid era. So today everyone is aware of what is happening in this country. So I'm staying along RTG7, and we are also trying to get living along the RTG7, along the top of the mountain. We are also being attacked, because when we transport our raw minerals, people are doing the blockage, they demand, so for, they demand money, they demand anything. And we, we are doing the appeal for them that come in our boat, let us go on top of the mountain, let us remove the raw minerals, let us support our children. It's our mm. responsibility too. Yeah. Makalakaja, do you want to respond to that? Yes. Um, I think I need to make it very clear that as a, as a forum, we're not opposed to um, mining in general, particularly uh, empowerment of black people uh, in mining. We have never been opposed to it. In fact, we are pro um, small scale mining. We support in general. Uh, the empowerment of black people in supporting uh, the empowerment of communities to mine and to do and, and everything. But everything that is done is done, it must be done within a, a, a legal framework. You can't just do as you please and then say that because we are hungry. Um, it's more like, you know, we are not in a banana republic. We've got laws that govern the, uh, uh, our contracts and in terms of how to do things must be done. Mm. Uh, I fully agree that there are, there are, there are challenges. Cooking it, and um, uh, we have been saying this on, on, on this radio station, in fact, that has been declared as a nodal point for development by President Tavon Big to uh, almost 25 years ago. Okay, a mm. uh, lot of resources was committed to its development, but if you come to these areas, you will find that uh, we still don't have a sustainable water supplies, and we don't have hospitals that are falling apart. Uh, we've got high rise of schools being uh, break in, you know. Uh, uh, criminals are now targeting schools, breaking in and stealing valuable assets. No, we've got problems. You know, you're dealing with myriad of problems in our region. Uh, but that's not an excuse for us then mm. to promote, to, ad, uh, to aid and abet uh, illegal uh, or uh, uh, anarchy uh, in the name of us being hungry. We are saying that while we agree, all of us, that there's a hunger and we need our people to work and mine their own minerals to, make, uh, to put food on their table. There's always a way that this can be done properly without having to. I mean, the gentleman is talking about, uh, he must see exactly how big some of the people's uh, uh, houses are. And they don't get, in fact, they're being fronted, most of these people, because they get paid um, roughly um, 3,000, 5,000 rand. Because the excavators, the TLBs and many of these moving machinery that are here are not brought by them. They don't have money to, to bring those kind of machinery. Okay? Mm. The the last thing done, uh, the damage that is done on their village is, is, is gonna be forever. Once these one are moving out, once they have, they've taken out what they need, they move out, and we are left with uh, I, I don't know, I don't even have a better way to describe how this village will look once these guys are gone. Because they're mm. not paying levies in terms of the law to rehabilitate these mines once they are once they uh, they are finished mining. So mm. who's going to do that? 
in the Ghana, uh, as you speak right now, if you go to some of these areas where these illegal miners have uh, as, as, as excavated, uh, or have, uh, there are people living there now, some of them, okay, uh, at, at the danger of having their children falling into those, uh, I don't know what you call them, crates or crates mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, they are running at that risk. This gentleman is saying he does ignore some of these yeah. basic things about life. Yeah. And so, so we are saying that what we are, we are, we are for from a, 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 a statement, we are saying that people in these areas, at least they must be relocated then. The yeah. areas must be zoned. Yeah, Taya, I just I, let me pause you there. Let me let me pause you there, Makalakaje. Taya, I want to bring you in and ask you about that. You leave these these massive craters that that pose a threat to people and children potentially falling into there, hurting themselves, or even perhaps even dying. Um, what about that that danger? No, we are mining with our own hands. We are not endangering other people. We are not damaging other people's property. Unlike the big companies. So most of our people are just used by the big companies to to come and fight with us where it's unnecessary. We did most of the application. I have the proof where we do the application of the mining rights, where we do application for the mining permit, but nothing is going to happen until they change the law of this country. Mm, mm, okay. So most of the big companies are just doing the mining rights. They know that the mining rights will last for them for the upcoming 50 years. They are reserving this mineral to their own grand-grandchildren. So while people are studying here, so we are talking about the current situation. We are not waiting for something that we don't know whether it will come or not. Okay. Give us a call, 86 I'm taking your voice notes on 614 It's half past 11. Dineo Mutaung has your headlines. Half past 11, you are in conversation with The Talking Point, and we're talking illegal mining. What are your views on it? Taking your calls on this very shortly on 0614 Excuse me, that's our WhatsApp voice note line number, but you can give us a call, 86 Let's go to the lines. Sig in Randburg, good morning. Good morning, Oliver. I think that Zama Zamas are under police protection like everybody else in, in, in all all of the dirty deals, uh, like the copper cable theft, cannot be perpetrated without police protection. Drug trafficking is impossible, and we know that the police stations are harboring uh, or protecting the drug trafficking and human trafficking. And guess what? Our mining minister is not concerned about Zamazamas at all. Although they break all of the mining regulations that control safety and 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 the people who are suffering from 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 the effects of 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 mining in legal mines where where health is is a great priority, it is not a priority in in the in the mafia uh, system of the Zama Zamas. And guess what, mining minister. Gwede Mantashe is not concerned about them at all. Thank um, you much. Thanks so much, Sig. Really appreciate it. Sig in Randburg saying that the police are behind the Senate. The Minister of Mining Min- Mineral Resources doesn't care about them at all. What do you make of it? 86 uh, uh, there was a there was a voice note earlier that said the community, why doesn't the community negotiate with these big mining companies to make sure that they build factories and that they process these minerals locally and that the, in these factories they hire the community? If the issue here is hunger, why isn't there a greater f- uh, push for mining companies 
to hire people who live in Sekukune, local people, so that especially those with the skills of mining, so that we don't have a situation uh, where people are left out of the economy? Where, where I say we are talking about the mine which are closed, since I put under the care and maintenance, I'm talking about the mine like uh, Bukoni Platinum Mine, the mine like Chukinam Platinum Mine, the mine like Pukataba, uh, the, the mines like uh, the Lokong Chrome Mines, and so forth. We did the negotiations. I have all the, 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 the required documents if you need in place. We, where we have the emails where we used to talk with them that we can mine on behalf of you if you are close, but we'll use the local people to mine for you. So we are also going to sell the raw minerals to you as the first conference. So we are also going to guide by you which people are you interested or happy to do a business with them. Mm. So the problem is how 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 the, the, the mining companies are, are are responding. Most of them are greedy. Mm. Are greedy because of the current law which begs them. Yeah. Makalakaje, uh, when you negotiate with or at least when you engage the police about these big mining companies that are mining there without licenses when you negotiate dmre what are they saying to you about these operations uh, the big companies you would uh, normally would expect that most of them have got uh, licenses um, um, but what you're dealing with is that you're dealing with a a, a, like I said, I don't know whether to call it a syndicate, a well-oiled machine. I mean, it has been operating for the last 10, if not 20 years now. Uh, uh, there for everybody to see. If you go out, pass through R37 and all that, you will find this thing going on, the legal mining going on there. Uh, mm. well, even today, so today when we're speaking now, uh, tomorrow they might release a statement and say that we have arrested uh, four or five people. Uh, listen, that's not, and, and those people that they arrest are not are not a kingpin, are not a brain behind these illegal mining activities. Uh, a portion of this big unit, it must be intelligence driven. Uh, who buys what, where? Uh, I mean, there are trucks, I mean, there are lots of trucks uh, uh, that are coming in our villages uh, who are not even employing our local people. Uh, uh, who are taking our minerals out of our of our areas uh, to wherever to who, uh, uh, whatever uh, God knows where, and uh, you've got uh, there must be a buyer, there's a seller, uh, and there is a there's a, a digger. I don't know what the, the correct word to use. Somebody mm. who's doing the digging. So mm. these people are there, uh, mm. but but uh, you don't uh, brigadier Popo. Uh, at one point, did they advise said that no, they have all, uh, they've got this provincial casting dealing with illegal mining. But I mean, this has been a story for our lives throughout, mm. uh, where you you have to deal with things like that. They, they just said we were doing something about we have organized a task team. It will take illegal mining, but that's not what they did. They have not been successful for uh, for the last 15 years or so. But listen. We and we know the challenges our people are facing. Uh, that people in Malawi now particularly facing. Uh, they've got, like I said, myriad of problems. Uh, they're unemployed. They don't even have, like I said, they don't have sustainable water supply. They don't have water. They don't have proper roads. Some in some other areas, 
especially in these mining areas, uh, schools are being broken, the hospitals are collapsing. There are problems. Obviously, you would expect that uh, mines like this would bring relief to such communities. Mm. Uh, they will be employed, they will be trained, uh, people will be trained, they will be employed. Uh, but if you have such huge uh, legal mining activity going on in, in your area, the chances are that some of them will not be employed at all. And yeah. Because also the government is not prepared to enforce the broad-based economic empowerment charter, uh, the provision of those charters are not, are not, being, are not being enforced. Government, I don't know whether because some of them are, are, are whether they're colluding or working hand-in-hand with this guy. Uh, that was the problem. Yeah. And the, the issue of small-scale mining has always been there. Uh, uh, the government commitment, is the government is committed to really empower our people and uh, uh, through this legal, to expedite their application uh, for light mining licenses so that they can mine. Uh, but there shouldn't be no commitment. This government, we are leaderless, basically. We don't have leaders. We don't have, we have nothing. We are on our own. Um, and that's why we some people resort to this illegal money, but they know because there's no consequence, and that they can just do as they please. Yeah. So we are saying that while we agree that there must be a small scale mining, there must uh, our people must be empowered. Uh, we 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 our emphasis is very clear that we need to have want to stress this point that we need our people we need it to be done within the legal framework, so that uh, those uh, those that don't have resources can be employed. We can have, uh, uh, the 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 provision of the charter can be. Enforce so that they, we can improve our roads, our hospitals, our our clinics, our our. We can improve our infrastructure basically in Spokane. So it can be that 25 years after our democratic breakthrough, we still find ourselves in this situation where we've got such a wealth uh, uh, beneath our feet. We are just working over it. People somewhere just come here with greed because they've got money and resources, and uh, they and, and endangering our people. I mean. It's a problem, but we say there's, there's no commitment uh, from our government uh, because we also don't have leaders that are leading us. We, yeah. we are leaderless. Yeah. Let me take some calls. Percy in Matlosana, good morning. Hey, good morning, Oliver. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. Go ahead. Yeah, good evening. Oliver, I'm talking from the experience about this thing of Zamazama, where I'm staying. I'm staying in Alabama. It's not like five days there is a mine there. Ne? It was running by the Guptas. It's a skip mine. Uh, Oliver, you believe 95% of those who push Zamazama are the police? Are the ones who bring Zamazama in to that mine? Are the ones who take Zamazama out? Yeah, yeah, I can believe I, it's, it's, it's plausible. Really? Even in Yeskit Manali, even in Valerie, the police are involved. That is why if you can see TRT, when they are patrolled in Mandi against Zamazama, they are being suspended because of they never get their mandate from their station commander. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like this thing here is a difficult thing to fight because of the police are involved. And those who are in the big position are the ones who collapsing this mining industry. Well, us we are not going to do nothing. If the police are involved, as expanded, the police who are investigating, it's a difficult task for us. Yeah, Percy, thank you so much for your call. Appreciate it. Napoleon in Marikana. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I want to say something. The the mining. Mining companies are the big Zamazamas. I'll tell you why. I say in Marikana, the roads are bad, damaged by the trucks which are transporting chrome, uh, uh, transporting the, the, the raw material uh, to overseas. 
mining companies are leaving South Africa wounded with a lot of damage. Uh, some of the damage will never be uh, fixed. Uh, the mining companies are, are, are the big runners because they have captured the politicians. There's no mine that is closed uh, because it did not comply with the mining charter, which, uh, um, which actually should be the, the only document that we can then guard against, uh, you know, any, any mine that uh, uh, doesn't follow the rules. We can use that document to, to say uh, 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 DMR closed this mine. Yeah. So uh, it, 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 it's bad that we don't get anything uh, in return. We, 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 are just, we are just given labor. And our minerals are creating opportunities uh, elsewhere. Absolutely. Because it, it goes from here to create jobs in Europe. Yeah. And it comes back as a finished product. Can you imagine? So they're saying, uh, the, the government is saying it's bringing investors. Investors who are coming here as Zamazamas. I, 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 I cannot, uh, if, if the big companies are looting the way they're looting yeah. and nobody Napoleon, says anything about it, I can't blame. Yeah, we're going to have to, we, uh, Napoleon, we're going to have to leave it there, sir. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for, but really appreciate your calls. To my panelists, Makalaka Pasha, chairperson of the Sekukune Residence Forum, as well as Taya Stefan Tlonga, a coordinator of the Artisanal Miners for the Limbobo province in the Sekukuna region. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. We're going to have to leave it there. That's all we have time for today.